I guess uh, he just doesn't care about the sentencing, even though it's like Wait, ten. So is it? It's actually like. Well, sure. I, is it what is it, like ten what women happened? or something like that? <clears throat> yeah, ten counts. Is, uh, ten uh, counts. So ten. And years. he's getting ten years per count, but he's like ninety. He's exactly. eighty. He's yeah. eighty-one. So and I think Robert was telling me like the prosecutors are like afraid he's just going to flee the country in his private jet and just do like a Roman Polanski where he just lives in another country forever. I mean, honestly, if I was him, I'd be like, "Fuck it, how many years I got left? I would just take off too." But like, yeah, as yeah. a person who's not him, and I'm like, "Well, he deserves to go to jail," but at the same time, I'm like. I mean, he kind of got away wow. with it for way too long. There's no punishment that, like... That's a fucked up thing. So, like, like, after all this time, like, it's just now being confirmed, like, it was actually true? <laughs> oh, so yeah. How is it, how is it, like, only happening now? Like, what, what was Well, and then, like, yeah, and people knew about it forever, too. Because, yeah. I mean, that's the whole... That was Hannibal Barres' whole point was it's like, yeah, it's a known thing. Really? I mean, wow. same deal with Harvey Weinstein. People knew, like, it was, like, a known throughout Hollywood, like, you don't be alone with that guy. Yeah. It's, it's almost like... You know, what, you know what? If you think about it, it just shows the divide between... Your your everyday average Joe, and then people like celebrities who have a ton of money, and they think they literally think they're above the law because it's like we all know people are doing things that are illegal. We're just gonna mm-hmm. let it, and like not to mention morally wrong, and we're just gonna let it slide. Yeah. And because well, why? And it's the, like why do those people need to know? Like we and all those know people and that's clearly fine. justified it in their own head. They're like, well, I have the power. I'm giving them a career. I should get what I want. And it's like no, it's not how things work, but. Yeah, I genuinely believe Harvey Weinstein probably doesn't understand why. He's like, why well, I don't understand no. why everybody's mad at me. What did I do? And it's like, yeah, that's that just shows. You know how I know is. he doesn't understand? Because remember, they, uh, I think it was Joe Rogan or Tom Segura's podcast, they were talking about how like he had like a tier system of like, oh, I fucked up this bad. I owe the company money because I fucked up. Like, so like one, like if he got uh, sexual misconduct with, with a person and they complained to the actual company, the company's like, mm-hmm. we gotta find you 10 million, you did it again. Like, they knew. Everyone yeah, knew. They probably knew because it was probably just, and you know, quiet money or something. It's like, clearly someone like that who operates in a way of like, it's almost like we watch the NBA and it's two different things. Like, that's a sport and all that. You can't say anything bad about like the refs and you can't like curse and all that in interviews and all that. And when you do, you get fined. Like, it's the same thing but yeah. like, illegal and, and gross and all that. It's like, well, you stepped over the line again. We're gonna have to find you. But in exactly. the NBA, they're like, okay, you can't like. It's like literally, you're not allowed to talk bad about the refs. Mm-hmm. So if you talk bad about the refs, like that was a stupid call in like the press conference, they'll fine you fifty thousand dollars. You know what was interesting too uh, is that Kevin Smith, like a, a while <coughs> before all this stuff happened, did that like not a tirade, but like talked a lot about how shitty of a person Harvey Weinstein was, mm-hmm. and it was basically like that's why he. It left was in the that. height of like he's like I don't have control over my characters kind of thing. Yeah, so it's like. People knew, even if they didn't know what he was doing, like, sexually, like, they knew he was, like, a fucking asshole. Yeah. But, you know. And then the video was, like, it's Bill Cosby walking, and then randomly, I don't know what, his head, like, jerks, you know, like, looks at the camera, like, oh, got him, like, that It's kind of like, well, it's kind of like the Cosby show. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like the the Cosby show, the the theme song, when it would play, it's like, do-do-do, it just, like, does that, like, where he looks around, like... Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. You're not allowed to laugh at him anymore. The caption, like, looking at my my girl's best friend after she takes me back for, like, the 57th time. Yes. (laughs) But, and it's just, it's clear that he doesn't take it seriously and all that, and... I mean, like, how how sane can you be? What is he like? How old is he's he? Old. 81. Yeah, like, 81? Yeah, he looks 81. like he's 181. Yeah. <laughs> the years have not been good to him, dude. Um, well, then, like, what? just that, I don't know, that whole thing's ridiculous. Like, the just anything that comes out, I'm like, I'm not surprised anymore. Like, what was it, like, five months ago this all started, like, where it was, like, every day there was someone new. It was like, no, not him. And now it's just like, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. he's an asshole. <laughs> He's America's dad, dude. But um, 
but how about now that, more like that American Korean War coming to an end? That's a thing. It's very interesting. It's very interesting that we live to see that. Very interesting stuff. I was telling Rob because we were, I was getting in bed. It was like super late. Uh, I was like, oh, this is like our our generation's like the Cold War is ending. It's kind of like the, like uh, the when yeah. we like went out of Vietnam. You're like everybody remembers where they were when JFK was assassinated. It's like the Berlin Wall kind of thing. It's like I was butthurt. I had to go to work the next day, and I opened my phone. And it was like this just in the South Korean and North Korean leader or meeting. I actually don't know what's going on like with that. So what? what uh, they uh, Kim, fi- they finally ended the uh, yeah the Korean War is like it, uh, it, well it's not over yet. They still got to sign paperwork, but it's coming to an end. Yeah, the, okay. the Korean War has been going on since 1953. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> like technically so, it never actually ended. But no, so, they like, signed an armistice. Yeah. So what does it actually mean? Because I mean, I, I've been hearing like people like talking about. Like reunification and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are the like, implications of that? Because yeah. it's like, That's okay, what I was wondering. can I was they like, now? I wish, wish we had Drew here for that because he's a. He's he would a, definitely have information. Well, because he's he like loves Korea. Like, should we just call him? Should we just call him and put him on mic? Probably studying the mic. But it's one of those things where it's like, how do you reunify a, a North and a South Korea, especially when the North Koreans don't even know what anything is? They're like, yeah. we farm and we go to school and we learn that we can only have these thirteen haircuts or however many it is. And <laughs> it, no, it's like eight or nine. Yeah, there's uh, like you can either haircuts. get a crew cut or you can get the Kim Jong or like that's it. Yeah. And then like weed's legal there, but it's not legal in South Korea, and it's like it's very interesting. They like South Korean internet is not like as. Like, if in North Korea, you can't search anything on the internet. If you search, right. like, keywords and all that, the police will come to your house and your whole family gets punished and all that. And it's like, does that all go away? What happens to the people who fled from North Korea to Korea and they have their information and suddenly now their oh, the yeah, country is no longer now? divided? Do they get a pardon? Are they punished? How does that work? Yeah. Well, and what so about the people whose families are in slave camps forever because someone left the country? I just exactly. hit up Drew and said, can we FaceTime you and ask some questions about <laughs> Korea for the podcast? Why would FaceTime? Like, who would see it? <laughs> Me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like... The other thing I'm really curious about is it's like, okay, so uh, Kim Jong-un, you're like, uh, you know, controlling this country 100% like a dictator, and you're just going to give that up now? How is that going to well, work? It was is he going to step down and just be a citizen? It came to pretty like, quick because it was like four days before the actual news of that. It was like, dictator Kim Jong-un's like, I'll stop making missiles. And it's like, what does that mean? Well, That's such a huge yeah, right. turnaround. The reason why he stopped making it's missiles like, is because right. they're done. They're finished. They know how to make them now. So oh, that like, makes sense. True. But like, also, I don't he, think they have any money. I don't yeah. understand why they would even consider like wanting to end the war. Like they're all doing like all these missile tests and stuff. Like what is what are their reasons? For I, them, like, I think it has a lot to do with like they have no economy. I was gonna say I got yeah. I got to figure point, they're so. like they're strangling themselves. They like, have no imports, no exports because they don't yeah. want to communicate with other countries. They have limited allies. They have uh, famine. Uh, it's yeah. like people are dying. He's probably figuring like. It's like when you're when you're at work and they go, does anyone want to go home early because the labor costs are too high? He's, he probably had a number where it's like, I can't, we can't operate successfully anymore this because people are sound dying. Bad, don't but have it's kind of true when you think about it. That's the closest thing we get to like a, a Wakanda where like no one's allowed to go there kind of thing. I mean, you can visit, but well, it's just yeah, an isolated it's like, nation. They're like isolated. No one's allowed in. No one's allowed out. We don't trade with anybody. <clears throat> and then like this is like the bad version of that. So it's mm-hmm. except for um, it's almost Rodman. like sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ex- interested to see like a documentary because clearly someone's like we got to get on this. Like, yeah, I've been fascinated with North Korea like for a while just because they're a fascinating country. Yeah, well, I saw that Vice documentary where that was what kicked it off. Where I was just yeah. like, this is fucking yeah. crazy when the Globetrotters went over there. You know why? Because I know there's a documentary coming out and Dennis Rodman had something to do with the. He's like, come on, man, just end the war. Yeah, yeah. if Dennis Dennis Rodman needs yeah. to be at like the ceremony. <laughs> Well, like the North Korea is obsessed with basketball, so that's like one of the specifically things. '90s basketball, yeah. like the Chicago Bulls. Like it's so crazy. Didn't you hear the I mean, great? Who leader, isn't though? The great leader got the first quadruple double. Is that real? Yes. 
Well, when you know your your fucking opponents when, are when life. and haven't yeah. eaten in days, I, I bet you you'll get a quadruple double as well. When you have a yeah. basketball based society, <laughs> <laughs> there's it's also very interesting because it's just like most well, of the how you, are how how are you, how are you gonna combine the two countries yeah. when the the economic status is so and their ways of life are so yeah, completely, yeah, different. completely different. Completely different. I've, like I've seen. Like those types of interviews and stuff, like on YouTube and stuff. It's, it's almost like, like when we would go into like a like a Saudi Arabia or like a Syrian country, and we're like, all right, we're gonna take some refugees and all that. And it's like these people have a hard time adjusting to a different lifestyle. So yeah. I feel like that's what it's gonna be like. Yeah. And here's the really interesting thing: we're probably within the next decade gonna be able to like legally and safely visit North Korea on vacation, which is something I never thought would be possible in my lifetime. And boom, yeah. their economy. Yeah, it like that's see if nothing else that a tourism economy would be fucking huge because now it's like oh you can, you can go see and if they build museums and stuff and talk about like well and also like there's got to be shit we don't know about like they have oh, sure. of, like an Auschwitz or something like that you know what I mean oh, where yeah, it's that's like that's, that's kind they of have proven. camps there yeah, so have, it's oh, like what's camps. going on with those like, they send they send people to Siberia too yeah. like <laughs> well and it's like one of those things where it's now that they're reunified is anyone in North Korea held responsible or is it a complete pardon because it's like there's some fucked up shit that went on there yeah like war crimes and stuff like how's that a lot of of a uh, illegal use of like uh, non-NATO you know, like weapons, like the poison one, where like literally if you touch someone, like, it'll kill them. Mm-hmm. Like that. What happened with that? Uh, it was like uh, a couple months back, like six months ago. I was like almost a year ago now, but the this one guy like got, literally got assassinated by North Koreans. Oh yeah, that was like they. It, it was, was like uncle it was or something two, like that. Yeah, it was two yeah. separate chemicals. Oh yeah, and when they, you put I them together, the it fucking yeah. kills you. It was like he shook two different people's hands, and when he put his hands together, like it poisoned him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is that, insane. That sounds like yeah. a fucking spy movie thing. Yeah. But I'm also uh, curious if if your job was to like fake video footage and cre- and help like create lies about how great Kim Jong Un is. Like, what is your life going to be like? You know, post like uh, post integration when you're back into like yeah, that's an interesting resume. Yeah, like hey Samsung, I'd like to uh, you know be part of your ad campaign. But uh, so yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but there, especially there was, because it's one of those things where, like, as an American, every day you're like, "Well, they fired another missile. Was that at us or was that a test?" Like, and well, not it, it's us. also just a huge step forward internationally as far as like the way it's going to affect the world economy and like the way you know, like, there was a big fear for the longest time was that like, oh, North Korea is going to bomb us or something, right? Got it. Also, it makes me wonder: is all forgiven? Didn't he call it when he called him Rocket Man and shit like that? Like, well, I mean, it it hasn't got to that point yet, but um, the there was a there's either a video game. Oh, you know what? It was a video game. There's a video game which had the same plot where North and South Korea reunited and they became this huge superpower, <laughs> and then they became our enemies. So, well, let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Which I don't think is going to happen. That's yeah. just as long as I can keep watching South Korea. I don't know. I feel like cinema. South Korea is too invested in our economy to become someone yeah. like an enemy against us. Well, yeah. And we, someone's got to buy all the Samsung Man, imagine products. what happens when it's North Korea discovers K-pop. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, dude. <laughs> it's like, dude, we, we love democracy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Some of those kids are going to be really good at League of Legends. Oh, fuck. Or StarCraft or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is just interesting. It just came out of nowhere. So your family, is, you have a Korean family. Yes, my. Do, do they have opinions on this? Has anyone came I out and like I'm I'm against it? I haven't <laughs> like, talk, I haven't talked to my grandma in years, but um, I would love to get Jay Chase take on this as someone whose family is from Korea, yeah, like exactly. and they uh, yeah. migrated here. Like, yeah. well, my no grandma, she if her family fled North Korea when they first split. Mm-hmm. Oh really? They're, they're on the last train to South Korea. Dude, Dude that's fucking. fucking I can't believe you never brought that yeah. up before. That's yeah. fucking crazy. They're on the last train, and she. She tells me this story all the time. There's a North Korean soldier on the 
the the train trying to stop it, and they stopped the train. It was like an Argo situation. Yeah, well, they stopped the train, and it was like one of those older trains, so all the cars smushed together, and her brother lost his leg because oh, it fuck. got stuck in there, and she remembers seeing uh, North Korean soldier getting off the train and running, and then someone shooting him. That was it. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. And she used to tell me stories where it would be like, oh, yeah, they'd be eating rice out of soldiers' helmets, and then they'd see shells falling down from the sky from planes and shit. It was fucking nuts. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. And, and imagine North Korea getting to watch some of those South Korean movies, because, like, South Korea is where it's at as far as cinema goes right now. Like, holy shit. Right. Um, I, I wonder... There's got, there's got to be, like, documentaries and movies being coming out. Like, especially... This is a good segue into the... Has anyone here know about the Golden State Killer? I was going to bring Rob? that up. Has anyone been following that? It's so fucking crazy. Can someone refresh me on who that is? So, Robert, like, so I, I was very <laughs> topical at work today just telling people about it. Not everyone's like, how do you know? So I was like, I, I'm just, I researched. And I was like, no, I just, my brother told me everything. So it was really good to relay that info. So it's I'm, super fascinating. I'm really into true crime. And the, the thing is, before My Favorite Murder, it wasn't like okay to just be like, oh, I'm really interested in true crime. People thought you were weird or crazy. And it's like, ever since that podcast came out, there's like this whole community of people that are like, no, it's not. South Park episode about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. The, the uh, murder porn or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just like really fascinated by like the darkness of human nature and just like people like blacking out and just murdering people. And like, a, and well, they, like the idea that a crime of passion is, is a thing is so interesting to me. But, um, so anyway, Golden State Killer, there was this, guy that was a serial rapist, and then he ended up, they pinned a bunch of murders to him, too, and it was this guy in the uh, well, 70s. Well, before you explain how they caught him and all, like, the recent shit, explain uh, what he would do to each victim, yeah, and there. then what each victim's, uh, the survivors would say, because I found that the most interesting and, like, hilarious. The, um, There's nothing hilarious about what he did, but what they said about what he did was funny to me. So anyway, uh, raping and murdering throughout the 70s, they never caught the guy. They, they, there was, like, way too many loose ends. They couldn't figure out who it was. Um, and then... Patton Oswalt, the who's in the, who's in that show, the AP Bio, which we've been watching, the principal, which is fucking amazing. And he's, he's in like a ton of stuff, really funny in it. Yeah, he's famous. I mean, he was the the rat and Ratatouille and shit like that. His wife was a true crime author, and she was writing a book on the on the case. And before he was called the East Area Rapist, and then she had this idea of like, if you give him like a catchy name like Zodiac or like uh, the Unabomber or whatever, then it's people. Yeah, it'll draw attention to the case, and then more people will be interested in it. And basically. A lot of these crimes nowadays are being not solved 100%, but they like people uh, working on like Reddit and shit like that and just other internet sites uh, like do a lot of research in their spare time. It's just like, what do they call it? Armchair sleuths or whatever? Yeah, where it's and, like, and they're better than most detectives. Yeah, are. because they have, they, it's a lot of retired yeah, people, yeah. a lot of retired like um, former police officers and stuff. Yeah, and they just kind of pool their knowledge. Like a, then, a good example of this is when all this like Antifa slash like alt right shit was going on, both sides were covering their faces and people on Reddit. Yeah, it was 4chan, I think. 4chan and Reddit, though. Like they were able to just look at what the they were wearing on their clothing or a tattoo and then they would fucking like somehow. Yeah. Like, well, what do you call I mean, it? Reverse, we've, we've reverse done it before, image search and all that. And a lot of the people on both sides were like college professors or like police officers and shit like that. And it's like they basically found all of them out. And so it's like, if you, like, the, for instance, one that I found the most interesting was there was a college professor who always wore like a bandana in his, ba- his back pocket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like there's a video of him like beating someone over the head and like giving them a concussion and they almost died and all that. And then like, uh, just through the virtue of him being an idiot and wearing that thing out in public, someone was like, well, that's that guy, clearly. And then, like, he had a tattoo that was hidden, like, barely under a glove. And I was like, well, here's the tattoo. And, like, they just... Mm-hmm. It's insane how someone yeah. has enough time and, like, yeah. just the... Uh, I don't know, the presence of mind, I guess, to be like, oh, I'll look into this. Yeah. 
So anyway, she's writing a book about it, and then uh, it was kind of big news at the time. She just died randomly out of nowhere. I think the toxicology report said she had like, um, it was like a, a the wrong mixture of different prescription drugs and then a rare heart condition she didn't know she had. Mm. And so she just like died one morning. So they had like half a book finished, and then they had to hire these two other researchers to like go through all her notes and like basically put out like a version of the book. And then I've had it since it came out, but I only started reading it like literally like a week and a half ago. And of course, like I come home from Arizona and they're like, oh, they found the guy. And it's like, what? Like, holy, like, it's just so fucking crazy because there's so much going on with this case because it's like, it was unsolved for a long fucking time. It was Patton Oswalt's wife of all people writing a book. And then she dies in the middle of writing the book. And they put out like a podcast on My Favorite Murder where they interviewed Patton Oswalt and the people that finished the book. And they're like, uh, just talking about how like tragic that was because it's like, they knew like she was, she was so close to solving it and she was like obsessed with trying to figure out who it was and all this stuff. And it's like, she didn't get to live to see it solved. And who would have thought like so quickly after she died, it would get solved. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so yeah, they find they found the guy and he is fucking creepy looking. Also the, the thing that, uh, like the big, like juicy detail from this story is that, okay. So basically I guess Willie's right. Just to back up and do like what his MO was, he would, um, stalk people's houses for like weeks at a time, figure out their work schedule, figure out when they, when the women were going to be home alone figure out it's like, like the whole thing was very premeditated exactly it's like I, that's the thing too like they there's a couple times they mentioned it could have been a police officer i'm still halfway through the book and i remember before they saw that i was thinking like it had to have been an ex-cop because just like the how methodical it was and then he found out too he was in the navy and all this shit mm. um but anyway yeah he would stalk people's houses so he could figure out like where to where to sneak in and he would like sneak into people's houses leave uh like the murder weapon in the house and then come back later and then use it because he had left it there for himself. Like, it's so fucking crazy how it's kind of like uh, you're next. If you ever saw that movie where they were living in the house. Oh, yep. Um, anyway, so he would, uh, you know, come in and, and and he would tie the women and men up separately and would rape the women, rape the women and then do this thing later on in the cases where he would get dishes from cupboards and stack it on the dude's back and say, if I hear these dishes move, I'm going to kill her and kill you because I know you're moving. So you better lay like completely still, which is so fucking like psychotic. But uh, all of the okay, so like early in the book, and this this made me laugh because it's just so it's just such a weird detail. It's so fucked up. Is like every woman reported he had a small penis, oh. and it's just like for in your of course your first thought when you hear that is like well that's why he's raping people because he's a small dick like, mm. and then second of all it's like well my my first thought was and we laughed about this like how small does your dick have to be for like multiple people to be like he's got a really small dick well and the question is it's like you're a woman you're getting raped like your you the, your like, children yeah, you, got tied up and they're in the corner of the room your husband's tied up he's threatening to kill you and you're going like, like what a small dick you, yeah yeah, yeah like, like it's just like on some level small dick that's like it's either that was either the smallest fucking dick or they're just being petty it's like well he had a small dick anyway and it's like you know what god bless like whatever if that's your mo that's fine well after looking at him and all that you're just like oh this is a creepy fuck i can imagine this guy's a micro pp and then like he's he's also just it's just like there's like i said and you already even told me that there's a documentary coming out about it and it's like yeah hbo was filming a doc before it before the guy got caught they were uh, doing a documentary that was like a like a loose adaptation who done it sort of thing and um so it's like you know they're they're probably scrapping all their plans and like which is it's, it's one of those things where it's like they just caught the guy and I just want to know everything. Like I want to know like what was wrong with their childhood. Like why, like why did you do this and shit? And it's just, there's not enough information out yet. So right. they haven't said anything like that. Like, why no, no, the, they uh, haven't even started the proceedings yet. There right? was one detail where, um, I guess there, he would, uh, a bunch of victims reported that he would like when he was raving them would say, fuck you, mommy over and over again. And then two women said, no, he was saying Bonnie. And then a bunch of internet detectives figure out he was engaged to a woman named Bonnie, but then they broke off the engagement and both married other people. 
So like that's a weird clue where everyone's like, what does that mean? Also, yeah. somebody, some guy on Reddit pointed out, and and then like nobody thought anything about it until now that there's a there's a they did a documentary for the ID channel, and um he he would call the victims like years later, and then harass them on the phone and say shit like I'm gonna kill you and all this shit, hmm. and you can hear in the background of the phone call a police scanner, and someone's like, hey, does anyone else notice that? And nobody said anything about it, and then they figured out it was an ex police officer, and it's like, oh, that guy had a fucking point that nobody paid attention to. Hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they have recordings of him? Yeah, and it's really creepy, too. He's, like, whispering. It's, it's fucking... And then weird. in the background, you can hear, like, a... But anyway, like I said, the, the one, like, bit, like juicy detail of the story that everyone always repeats is that after, like, it had happened multiple times, they had a big town hall meeting, and this guy got up in the meeting, and he's like, I just don't believe this can be happening. Like, what, like, what kind of man would just let someone break in their house and, like, rape their wife? And then three weeks later, uh, the guy breaks into that guy's house and rapes his wife, and it's like... So from then, that point on, they're like, okay, he was definitely there at that town hall meeting. And then somebody well, also found the weeks, photo and then pointed camping. him out in the in the uh, town hall meeting. It's clear as day. You can see him like 100%. But he's a cop, so no one's like looking at the cop. They're looking at all the other people going, which one of these people is the murderer? Mm. And not like, because in your mind, you're like, well, they're the police. They're obviously not the murderer. Oh right. It's so well, fucking Well, 2018 mind. It is, dude. I can't, okay, I know it's insane. fucked up, but I can't wait for the movie to come out. Oh also... The re- he, so the reason he was an ex-cop was because he got caught shoplifting a hammer and a thing of dog repellent, which dog repellent, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, when I saw, I was reading that thing, I was like, what the fuck is dog repellent? I feel like, just like, get away, it's dog <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the, the reason he, because basically the, the police were like, okay, you can either retire now or we're going to go through your whole history and do like a, what do they call that when it's like when you fuck up and they, they like an evaluation essentially. Yeah. And he just chose to get fired. So it's like. Well, I think because there's probably a thing where like, well, we'll, we'll give the, you your well, pension. Well, they would figure out, I think something was fucked up with his history, but also it's like the reason he was shoplifting is it's like, why would you do something like that? He was shoplifting, shoplifting a hammer and dog spray to break into people's house. So that, yeah, well obviously, but so that, um, cause if he had interacted with a, uh, with, with the person that, you know, was running the counter or whatever, people could have interviewed her and be like, Hey, did you sell a, a hammer to somebody recently? And they'd be like, yeah, there was a cop in here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, everything was fucking methodical. It's crazy. And yeah, that's most of, so you're kind of up, up to now explain how they wow. caught him. Oh yeah, which I is the most. There's just so many details. Part. It's so crazy. So apparently, like a distant well, relative. Before you go, this I remember weeks ago. You, I was like, how are they going to catch someone like that? You're like, I don't know. There's probably no way to catch him. I remember. Like, I remember like we had that probably combo. never be solved. Yeah. Um, so a distant relative of his uploaded like their DNA profile to Ancestry.com, and they were able to link that person to the murderer. And then all they had to do was wait outside of his house because once they found the guy, they already had a DNA sample from blood and semen from the crime scenes. Mm. So they just had to wait outside the guy's house, which apparently he was like a hermit and he never came outside, but eventually he did and they like went through his trash and they found DNA on the trash. And then when they took him in, uh, they were like putting him in the, in the police car and he's like, oh, I have a, a roast in the oven. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that for you. Like, don't, that's not a big deal. <laughs> which is just such an, another weird detail. That's, that's, I saw a little bit of the um, early court footage too. And it's just like, it's where, where the judge is basically just reading you like what you've been accused of and stuff. And mm. uh, he just looks like, he has this like vacant look on his face where he like, like I, I kind of wonder if he has dementia now. Cause like I said, they said he was a hermit. How he's old so he? old now. I, he, I think he, he was like, like 70. He was like 71. Yeah. I, I, I kind of wonder if he just doesn't even know what's going on. What but year, also, what year did these take place? Uh, <laughs> like all throughout the 70s. And it was all gotcha. in um, around Sacramento. So it's like My around is, here. Did anyone ever think that he was the Zodiac killer kind of thing? There was, yeah. Some people thought that might have been. Because some people also still think that uh, uh, Ted Bundy might have been the Zodiac killer because of the, the way the timeline lined up. Hmm. But I don't I feel like the MO doesn't really match because it's like. He Ted Bundy didn't write letters to or about anything, and also we all know it's letters, Ted Cruz. Ted Bundy was obsessed with this one woman, and he didn't write anything about those le- in the letters. So it's like I don't really think that would be him. 
know. And then switching up your killing style and like like talking to the police and all that. Yeah. Um, there was something else. Oh yeah, all of his neighbors said like uh, he was a really mean guy. He would yell at you if you got too close to his house, and it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Always trying to hide something. Yeah. Also, when I was watching that documentary, it was it was from like six months ago, and at the, like the very end, the last thing they say is it's like he could be living amongst us, one of one of your neighbors, and it's like, oh shit, he was, and he was one of somebody's neighbors. Like, what? <laughs> you know what's like even creepier than that shit to me is the like it also happened recently where they just find these houses where someone like there was a, a domestic disturbance and the cops go in the house and there's a basement and then there's fucking ten children in the That's basement. That's so crazy yeah. to me. Like how and then the now those know? ten children ha- like are free after being captive for however many years and they have to. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah, yeah. to me is far. Didn't like it just happened like out in uh, what was it like? It was like Paris a, or something like that. It was like somewhere Georgia nearby, yeah, yeah, like somewhere like, like that, even, like yeah, the war or Paris or yeah. something. Some weird. One of those and even creepier is a lot of the people like no, like the guy had a, like a family and would show up to basketball games and like they were like live yeah. normal lives. And it's like okay, well that guy also had fucking six children or something in his basement, right? Well, the one that's really yeah, crazy is like the BTK, the Bind Torture Kill. Like he he didn't get caught till like way way late in his life. It's just there's something also really interesting about an unsolved murder where they find them when they're like an old man because by the time they're old it's just like well whatever like I'm old which man. is it's why it's Bill like, Cosby the, to, the whole Bill Cosby thing is frustrating yeah. like because it's like you well, can tell he doesn't care because he's like he's already lived an amazing life like he's like I already got to be Bill Cosby for you know he got to be years, the most like, famous comedian of all time at one point had the most successful television show of all time at one point and you can't meanwhile he's like him. serial raping women and then is also just a pig behind the scenes and all that and it's like at this point he's what what did we what was he seventy one. What was his age? I don't know how old he is. Like eighty something. But I don't know because we also looked up Stephen King. It's so like I can't remember. <laughs> there's no punishment that's really appropriate because it's like the dude got away with it for way too long. Yeah. So it's just that whole that aspect of it's very frustrating. This is a dark episode. I was gonna say. <laughs> I just realized between we're talking about Bill Co- Bill Cosby and a fucking serial killer. My well, my well, favorite best bros. Well, we did see a dark movie, so that's true. Yeah. Good uh, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> it's uh, it wasn't as uh, bleak as I was anticipating because like it's pretty dark though. I, yeah, I mean, just by nature of the way that that it ended. So we, we saw Avengers for everybody that's listening. I would say that it's the darkest movie they've ever made for by far. Yeah, like, and they said uh, far and away. Red Letter Media on their review were like, uh, they they did dark and gritty better than DC, which is 100%. like okay, that's your claim to fame. Like DC, like you can't do anything right. Fuck. <laughs> Very unfortunate. It's it's so dumb yeah. too because people are always like, oh, you're just a Marvel fanboy. It's like, no, I like I they prefer the DC heroes, but they just don't make good movies. They exactly. just make better content. Mm-hmm. The like comic books, I think, are better. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking like movies and shit. Although I don't know. I mean, the last couple of years of D, I, I fell off re- reading stuff recently, and it doesn't. Although I did, I did read that uh, uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle are getting married. So it's like oh, I kind of want to read that. Did they? Fucking reboot the whole thing. Yeah, 52, they did. Right? Remember, they did the new Fifty Two. They rebooted the it again new after new that. That's when I was like, okay, after no. New 52? Yeah, it's called something. Rebirth, DC Rebirth, I think. Oh yeah, what, yeah, I have what, heard about that. What actually. age is Wait, it now? Why, why, why are they doing it again though? I, I the digital age? I don't I know. Don't, it's because every time the they. Digital age? No, that's what it's called. The oh, di- digital age. I thought you were just trolling. No, the digital age is this one. I think the Bronze Age. No, Dark Age was the last one because that was the '80s and '90s. Like everything was grim, dark, Spawn and shit like that. And like which, Dark Knight Returns. Which one was it where they fucking killed everyone? That's the, that would be like the Dark Age. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I asked that, but every fucking Marvel and DC kill off everyone. Every yeah, it's, uh, like, you know, I think Peter Parker's died like four times and like Bruce Wayne's died at least once. I can't remember. Right. Well, it's, then Superman also Superman's died. died Flash a whole died. bunch, yeah. It's they're, like, they're remaking the death of Superman, that movie. 
uh, oh, like a cartoon. cartoon? Yeah, I was gonna say we just watched that in Batman v Superman and then in Justice League. It's like you know, it's like you have no idea how much it hurts to just like, see these shitty Batman movies where I'm just like, I just want a good Batman movie. Like, please. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, the Tim Burton 1989 Michael Keaton Batman uh, not that long ago, and the, they played at the Harkins in the theater. That was fucking awesome. Like, it's just one of those movies I've seen a million times, and just seeing it in a theater, it's like. You just notice shit you never seen before, and everything looks bigger, and like the sound is way like, especially with that the Danny Elfman soundtrack, or like just hearing all that shit's fucking crazy. Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen that in fucking forever. Um, anyway, sorry. No. Avengers: Infinity War. Should well, we, should we do spoilers? Or? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, there's no. I'll see it except Jacob, but yeah. Jacob doesn't give a shit. So no. <laughs> well, I'll say we're 28 minutes in, which is good. And if, if you haven't seen it, that's why I was like, well, we'll just save it for the end of the podcast because it's like, the, no. When I hate when podcasts like we're gonna do spoilers now, it's like, well, I can't know listening when you're not yeah. talking about that. So you can timestamp it. In the, also, I think well, I, I even about, said. Like, on the, podcast app there's no way to know speaking ah. of not caring i remember i said yesterday i was just like well as long as the guardians of the galaxy don't die that, that's the only people i'd be upset and yeah, spider-man right. i mean well so spo- spoilers starting now so <laughs> if you don't if you haven't seen it yet probably don't listen but uh i mean you should still listen to us though give us money <laughs> patreon.com slash best rose uh i i didn't have any expectations for the movie because i i did not like black panther at all like i i was like oh this is like especially the trailers made us i was like damn this is gonna be the fucking coolest superhero movie ever and then it was mm-hmm. just okay like it wasn't and that one uh ralph the movie maker brought up a great point he goes it felt like because they came out so close together that all of the visual effects people were working on black panther like okay we need to move you guys to avengers because this movie's coming out shortly after so mm-hmm. like there's certain things in the in Wakanda where like the rhinos and all that, and then the definitely the last fight scene where they're on like the little train thing looked terrible. Like looked like Xbox graphics. Yeah, I think and, pretty uh, much everybody yeah. has said that at this point. Like, so oh, yeah, that's nothing new. But no, I'm just saying it's like that's. I think I don't think anyone really ar- would argue with you on that. Like the mm-hmm. the effects in the final fight scene, it's like oh wow, this is it. All, it makes you think like I feel like they had something else planned and they had to scrap it at the last second or something. Maybe yeah. Um. But yeah, so going into it, I was like, oh yeah, there's going to be people dying because, I mean, like in the trailer, there's a lot of, it just looks like a grim movie or whatever. And then um, not only did I enjoy the whole movie, uh, I thought, I was like, oh, like they, they definitely did a good job of picking the characters and pairing them and like, oh, these three are going to go over here, these four are going over here, and then these the rest of them stay put. Like, mm-hmm. And then there was really good chemistry with all of them, like the... Tony Stark and Spider-Man with Doctor Strange was really good, and then I I think the the best part of the movie was like uh, Thor with Rocket Raccoon and Groot and all that. Like yeah, definitely. So every time it cut back to Thor, I was like yes, because it's yeah. just like his story was the most interesting. Like well, and he, Thor Ragnarok was incredible. So it's like he was yeah. the most badass character in the movie. To be honest, like I also really enjoyed Doctor Strange, which his movie was just okay, but like he was cool in this. Like. Yeah. It made me. I was like, oh yeah, he's kind of like. Well, I think I was uh, earlier. I said I was like, much like the Hulk. It's like Doctor Strange works better as like a side character in the movie that you're going to see rather than just having a movie by himself. Like also Bruce Banner was cool in this. I mean, like yeah. his, his story was just interesting. Of like he just kind of like he do, had no idea. You could tell it's like he was hurt that they got rid of him and he had no idea what was going on. And like, well, I think from Avengers two to Infinity War, it was about six years he's been gone. Or something like that. Oh, really? He's, he's yeah. been gone for yeah. a, long it was, yeah, it was a long time. From yeah. Civil War to Infinity War, I think it's two years. Yeah. I'll say he wasn't even in Civil War, I don't think. <laughs> no, he, no, he left. War. He was gone ever since um, Age of Ultron. Oh, wow. Which, is, yeah. which was why when, he, when you see him in Thor Ragnarok, he's like really well adjusted already. Like, and he doesn't want to leave. So. Uh, I also like, he's like, there's an Ant Man and a Spider Man? Like. <laughs> 
Which I was bummed there was no Ant Man in this movie because he was one of the coolest people in Civil War. So yeah, he was well, he was like the only character that didn't show him in a Hawkeye, right? Like they they said that they plea bargained and they got house arrest. So Hawkeye's on his farm and Ant Man's and that's what we saw in the trailer just now. Oh, they're putting the cuff on him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're on house arrest. Did you guys not catch that? It's very like, quick. Yeah, like you're allowed to get, yeah, leave. Yeah, they did uh, yeah. mention that. There, there was, was a really couple quick. times. That's why I think that um, both Hawkeye. Like, Hawkeye's going to be in the new Ant-Man movie. Because mm-hmm. they mentioned it, like, right at the same time. Oh, so, like, point. he must be, yeah. Uh, what did Hawkeye do? I don't... Again, well, that, they I don't remember know. all the superheroes were in trouble because they wanted to have that identification act or whatever? Oh, yeah. Then, also, uh, at the the airport thing, I guess, right? Where they were fighting each other? Yeah, they all got sent to jail. And then... That's crazy. And then, um, what's his face? Captain America busts them out at the end. You know, I realized too. Iron Man and Captain America didn't see each other in this movie. Nope. No, they still hate each other. And yeah, and they're both still alive. So in the next mm-hmm. movie, they're gonna have to like reconcile, reconcile some differences. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling this movie like left you in a spot where you're like, okay, I really want to see what happens next. Right. Yeah. Dude, honestly, like everything that I thought was going to happen in this movie didn't happen. Yeah. Same. Yeah. They were talking about that a lot on the Red Letter Media review, where they were like. They subverted your expectations on almost every level, yeah. but in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was thinking that, you know, oh, either Captain America or Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Die. The big major neither, players. Yeah, exactly. Neither of them fucking die. Oh, I was like... It's like well, everyone else. Clearly, the, I was like, they're the oldest. They've been there the longest. They want to revamp it. I was like, it'll, it'll make sense. Like, War Machine's gone. Bucky's gone. Captain America's gone. Tony Stark's gone. And I was like, the next movie, it's just going to be all the young guns. And so, yeah, that's yeah, what that's I what everyone figured. thought it was going to be, yeah. It was also really rough when uh, Spider-Man is dying. Like that was, Oh, uh, I cried. Oh I'm not going to lie. I was dude, like, why yeah, is this was, so dark? Like, holy shit. Yeah, first time I saw Because he's the that. only one who legit seemed, like, really scared about it. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And like I said, I was like, they have a really good father-son dynamic going with the Tony Stark and him because... Like his dad sucked, and then uh, like the Tony or Peter Parker didn't have a dad, so it's kind of like he's filling in for that. So his dad, I, I wonder if they'll ever do this in a movie. But you know, Peter Parker's parents, the way they really died was they were spies and they got killed undercover. Yeah. So did they touch on that in the Amazing Spider-Man? Well, they kind of did, I guess, because well, his dad. The I the forgot about movie, that. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna show you what happened. And we're gonna was, ch- we're gonna change everything you know, Peter, and then nothing. <laughs> What a what a waste that because like the sad thing is I really liked Andrew Garfield same though. and I and they finally got the, the costume like a hundred percent comic book accurate for Amazing Spider Man two which was awesome and then yeah too bad those movies I mean yeah, I was, the first one I kind of liked I actually never saw the second one yeah uh, holy man that second one was fucking awful we were just talking about that today really? <laughs> oh, okay you watched it today I've seen it already but I saw it again just to see it was it's not TV good dude Jamie Foxx is not good in that movie. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. he like fresh off Django and Chain too? Like, what a weird. I think so. I yeah, think so. I think it was like, like his next big movie. That was like right? six months out from that movie. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob and I quote, he had a nut ass cut in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Paperboy in the barbershop. The, um, did you ever see the Your Movie Sucks review of that movie? It's fucking yes. hilarious. He's, he's like, he hates me. Like, <laughs> the soundtrack was so stupid. We should him. watch that for Mario because he likes Your Movie Sucks and he hasn't seen it. And like that whole. Yeah. Like every time, much like Wonder Woman, when in her movie she has like a weird. Oh, like, she has theme the song. worst theme song. Like, I hate that. It's like where, 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 like every time, every time you see what is the name, Electro? Uh, yeah. Every time Jamie Foxx is on screen, there's like this weird like Nine Inch Nails song going on in the background, and like the lyrics are super cringe. So like he makes fun of that a lot, but yeah, I I really like the new Spider Man. Uh, you know what. He grew on you, didn't he? It's okay. I mean, I well, the I didn't like the movie that much. I Wait, just you mean uh, Homecoming. Yeah, because I just I liked it a lot. But I don't know. I just love Tobey Maguire Spider Man. We should watch it again. And it's just like oh. we should watch 
yeah. Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Yeah, the other whole nostalgia factor. He deserved I it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's like, I don't know, those movies were a fucking big deal, so it's like going to see the new one, I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine, but like, I don't know, those other movies just felt like fucking gigantic know, to me. we saw it with Joel, I, the, the entire time I was like, yes, there's finally a cool superhero movie for Joel, and Joel can like it, and it's like, he is the one superhero Joel likes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you look at it in those terms, and it's like the honestly the way that kid acts in that movie, like awkwardly and all that. That's how a thirteen year old really does act, because that's how my little yeah. brother acts. Like, I feel so. like yeah, he, he actually seemed like he was really like a high school kid mm-hmm. in this one. You know, make shitty like decisions, least, feels like, bad about him, learns Spider-Man, a lesson. You know, he didn't really like seem like he was no. just like a teenager. Well, definitely not. Tobey Maguire did not feel like a high school student. Well, yeah. he was like twenty five <laughs> in the first movie, so yeah, it's or like, older, I think. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys think about um? How the Soul Stone was revealed. I mean, you mean with the uh, who was the, what, the Red Skull? Yeah, Red, yeah, Red Skull. Skull I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I saw that. and I was like, oh. I, I was like, like oh, they got you're tying everything in because he. Disappeared. I didn't know that that was yeah. going to be the Red Skull guy, but I, I heard it. I was like, oh, it's the guy from the Matrix, like the mm-hmm. Hugo Weaving or whatever. Yeah, it was such oh, a weird cool voice because he he does voice acting sometimes. I was like, it'll probably just be a dark spirit. Lo and behold, it's, I was like, "How does that work? Like, well, how did he end up there?" He, he disappeared at the end of the. He got sucked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, because he never you, actually he took died. The, the tesseract, or yeah. So does that suck for him, or is he stoked about it? <laughs> he stuck. That's a good question. Like, is he just because he didn't really or? say whether or not he was like, "I'm, I'm. This is awful." Like, it was like, mm-hmm. is, is that what you wanted?" Or but yeah, no, I feel like that was something else that they did that literally no one was expecting. Because like everyone it's was like, like "Oh." The Soul Stone, like, one. it has to be in Wakanda or something. Or, like, oh, like, everyone thought, like, Heimdall had it or something, you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was something else that was, I feel like no one was Bef- expecting at all. Before we get to, like, everybody dying and all that, I was just telling Rob, I was like, it's very clear to me that when Tony Stark eventually does die, the Black Panther's little sister is going to be the, the, become the new Iron Man. Like, oh, Oh, shit. Because wow. she's an inventor, and the entire yeah. time she's like making yeah. tech. I'm like, name, it, like Iron, well, Iron and then Heart or something. Right now, yeah, the new the Iron Man is like yeah. a, a young black girl, so yeah. it's like yeah, that yeah, would exactly. make perfect sense, and it's actually good yeah, writing I and all that. I didn't even think so. of that at all. That's actually really. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that I was like, sense. especially when she's like, why didn't you guys just do this, this, and this? And she's talking. I like Tony Stark would talk mm-hmm. about. It. They're like, because we, we never. You, do I don't you think what's his name Winter Soldier will become Captain America like in the comics? It's either him or the other guy. What's the other guy? Yeah, uh, no. enlighten me. Oh, uh, Falcon guy. Yeah. Is that his um, name Falcon? I, he's cringe. I don't like him. I like the, I like Anthony. Mackie yeah, I like a lot, Anthony Mackie. I don't a lot. like him. He's like he has two little Uzis. It looks so things. cheesy like, every time he's anything. flying around. Like you're I not feel, fooling me, dude. I feel bad for him. Like well, he has like, the so lamest you, costume in the whole movie. Picture this: you have War Machine flying around with incredible technology and little mini nukes and shit on his back, and then you have a guy with two Mac Tens flying around with wings, and he's like, "Woo!" It's like I don't buy it. For a minute. We got fucked up by Ant Man, too. So. Well, it kind of bums me out that War Machine never got his own movie. Because, <laughs> what? like, uh, what's his name that plays War Machine is a fucking amazing actor. And oh, Don Cheadle? Ma- yeah, like, why guy. didn't he get his own movie? You know, you know what's funny? Who who was the War Machine before? Oh, it was uh, Terrence yeah, Howard. Terrence, yeah. yeah. Which, that guy must be hating his life right now. I don't know, dude, because <laughs> he's on, uh, what's that show on Fox, Empire? And, oh. and that show does fucking bank. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure he's happy. Yeah. Well, that's why he left. They're like, well, we're not going to pay you like we pay Robert Downey Jr. for That's like one of the biggest shows on TV, so yeah, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. But anyway, I Bryce was like, yeah, a lot of people die. And we're like, don't tell me, but I'm going to guess who. And then like, I, no one, I guessed, was, yeah, true. was the one that died. I, I think yeah. my uh, I think what I said was, yeah, like more than half. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, which is crazy because I feel like no one would have thought that they would kill off that many people. Just but like, my biggest half. problem with the movie and the only problem I have actually because I really enjoyed it. Well, I fell asleep for like twenty minutes. I'm not gonna lie because I just got off work and all that. But like the at the very beginning when they keep going back between like Thanos and and the like the Thor and the setup, I fell asleep for a little bit. But uh, like I don't even know what I was gonna say. But uh, I was gonna say oh. Uh, my biggest problem is, like, when you kill off, like, so it starts off with Bucky, and then it goes to, like, someone else from, like, the Wakandan thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're going to die. And then it shows Black Panther. I'm like, you're going to kill off the guy who just made you the most money from all these yeah, movies? Yeah, as soon as Black Panther dies, you're like, okay, this they're all coming yeah, back to life. Number three like, I was actually... domestic box office opener's biggest. Yeah. yeah, and then it goes from Black Panther to um, the uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch. I was like, that makes sense. And then it goes from that to, like, Doctor Strange, I'm like no, and then it goes from him to Star Lord to Groot to like the and all these other people. And when they, when they killed Spider Man and, and not Tony Stark, I was like, okay, yeah, they're all coming back to life. Yeah, no, so I feel like they well, have to. I was telling these guys before we got here, it's literally all the OG Avengers that are left. Mm-hmm. So they're just setting up for like the big hurrah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, so they just because they took out even a uh, Doctor Strange, which is actually like one of the most OP. Yeah, fucking Marvel characters like mm-hmm. in yeah. in the whole fucking story. So I'm like, they get rid of him. They mm-hmm. still have Thor, but I'm like, I still don't know how they're actually gonna go about. Well, the Asian guy, Wong did. <laughs> they didn't say whether or not he disappeared, and they're gonna need someone to use that stone and turn back time. So I'm like, it'll all, probably be him. Guess, all Wong wanted was a patty melt at the beginning of the movie, and then fucking Hulk just fucking crashed through the window. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I legit started. I was like, oh. Black Panther disappeared. Not a big deal. I'm not going to be sad about any of this because they're all coming back. And then it fucking Peter Parker's like, I don't feel good. And he's like, I don't want to die. And I was like, oh, God damn it. And I started yeah. crying. I was like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. So and then because I thought about the whole um, Spider Man 2 thing with you. And I was like, uh oh. I was like, Spider Man. Spider Man. It's too sad. Uh, <clears throat> and not only that, like I said, my favorite people in the movie were probably Thor and Spider Man. Like, those are like the two highlights for me. So, I just looked up uh, Infinity War box office out of curiosity and uh, $300 million film. Yeah, it's uh, it had the, se- the second biggest single day gross ever between Star Wars Last Jedi and Star Wars Force Awakens. And then um says here, This needs a new bowl if you want to be it. It didn't even. It, it's kind of complicated, but technically, it has the biggest Friday gross of all time for a movie. So, because of the, the if you don't count the previews, it has the biggest single day gross of any. The previews? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the if you don't count Thursday night showings, it has the, the highest grossing what single day it, of all time. Uh, uh, 66.96 million. Oh, they're gonna make their money tenfold sure well, it's yeah. not even in other countries yet yeah well that's and the, the money is made now like it's just whatever america does is like icing on the cake it's like oh that's cool and then com- it goes to india and china and like everywhere else and they're like holy they, just, they have so many movie theaters and people there that want to see it yeah it made 106 million on friday alone and then comparatively like black panther made uh, a billion dollars so far the first uh, age of ultron made a billion dollars all in but if you look at Justice League, so their gross to date is six hundred and fifty-seven million. So sad. yeah, and I, they spent a lot of money on Justice League because they had brought in new directors, new editors. Thor Ragnarok comparatively made eight hundred and fifty-four million, so two hundred more million than a uh, Justice League for Thor Ragnarok. And it's like that's that's a Thor movie. That's not even right. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, the original Iron Man only made five hundred million at the box office. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, with DC, I just feel like they just. Haven't put enough time in with story building. No, that's absolutely that's right. Really all the problem is. 
They, they, uh, they've it, literally been catching up to Marvel since fucking Iron Man. They need to scrap their fucking dumb shit that they're doing and just yeah. do a bunch of stand standalone movies. Exactly. Like, give us a new Batman trilogy. Yeah. It's like, no, I, you know, I don't know. It just bums me out because it's like, I just want to see good movies. Like, just yeah. start over, please. No, yeah. They're just trying to jump right into the game and try to catch up to that Marvel money. It's like, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a good Green Lantern movie. Stay in your own lane is as... LeVar Ball would say. Because the... Uh, Do your own thing. Jeff yeah. John's run on Green Lantern in the early 2000s is fucking legend. That whole uh, Darkest Night, or Blackest Night, the, I mean. It's like... The whole Green Lantern Corps thing? Yeah, and it's like, if there was any way they could ever make that into a movie, that'd be fucking awesome. But also, I still think, to this day, Batman Hush would be the best... If they just made that into a movie, that'd be the best Batman movie. Because it has, like, all the best characters in it. has an interesting, like, mystery behind it and stuff. It's like... The one where the Joker cuts his face off. Yeah, I cannot believe they made a Batman Beyond movie. Like, are you kidding me? That That it like you have fucking Denny Villeneuve direct it, dude. After yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, make it look like Blade Runner. That'd be fucking rad. I would love to see. Have you seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I haven't. Have you seen the first one? No. What? Yeah, no. We just watched the first one and then half of the second one. So if you want to watch the first one, John and Nick wanted to watch the second one, but Nick fell. Nick, no, John fell asleep almost immediately. So he was like twenty minutes in. So I'm down to restart that because. Uh, that movie's incredible. Like we spoke that hookah pipe. It needs a new bowl. That's, well, that's fine. Like I'll show you what happens. I smoke air, dude. We spoke that air, bud. Um, air, bud, OG. I uh, um, packed the first one. So. Uh, well, I was thinking maybe Jacob would do it, but what'd you guys think of Thanos? Oh uh, uh, yeah, him. I was gonna say we have to talk about fucking Josh Brolin. Do it. Do I the... thought I was going into it going like I this is gonna be lame, and then like he was a good character. If you think about it, like the the red letter media was like it's really more of a movie about him than uh-huh. anyone else because yeah. he keeps going character. back and forth between him and then like it'll do like a five minute scene with someone else and then it goes back to him and then yeah. you know well I said this on the car ride home but it's like the mark of a good bad guy in a movie is they never think they're the bad guy they think they're doing the right thing and that yeah. you don't understand as the good guy mm-hmm. especially that whole scene was good where he's like it's like this place is a wasteland and he, like shows them what it would look like and all that but yeah. like they didn't want to listen to him and also. Uh, I mean, they get stole from Empire Strikes Back, but it was a pretty good note to end on. Like, well, they all lost. Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody's dead. Did you see the end credit scene? Yeah, I did. So I thought that was really yeah, good that was too. cool too. That was that was actually yeah. a, a genuinely interesting I end credit scene. I, and kind of kind of the best one too. since the first end credit scene. Kind of spooky, I yeah. think. I, I definitely like Thanos as a character, but to be honest, I feel like honestly, I feel like the the heroes actually put up way more of a fight than I think that they honestly should have. Yeah, like I feel like they should have gotten their ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like way more easily like especially the fight that they had on um titan or whatever yeah. Yeah. And, like iron man dr strange or whatever and they're like almost but like it's one of those I'm things like, that honestly should never even really touch ever happen yeah that shouldn't have happened at but all. but the when they did though it felt like it was earned because like he's like don't let him close his glove because that's how you use the power or whatever and like yeah. the cape wrapped around it which oh by the way dr strange's cape is like lit yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i think that just again they're subverting your expectations by going oh oh they're definitely going to pull that glove off and kill him but also, then it's like it's one of those things where you it was a really good scene when um, Star-Lord finds out that like they killed Gamora or whatever, and it's like, I'm like, dude, don't fuck it up, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Go ahead and do what you're about to do. Like You, you feel uh-huh. for him, and you don't feel like, why would you do that? You're like, yeah, fuck him up. Well, but, pe- pe- I was reading, people were mad at that because they're like, oh, man, he's breaking his character, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well... <laughs> Who's what? breaking the character? Like Star Lord, yeah. He no, he, no, that's he did the same thing in the yeah. second. Yeah, he did the same thing in the second one. Like, that's you guys a bad dumb? opinion. <laughs> yeah, you're like, dumb for having uh, that it. part's really. I think it's a powerful scene in the second Guardians of the Galaxy, where like he finds out that like he purposely killed his mom mm-hmm. so he wouldn't stay on Earth, and like he gets really mad and starts shooting him. Mm-hmm. It's like it's good. It's yep. called character development, and yeah. also it's a it's a sh- like a dark movie with a shitty situation. Of course, they're going to be acting a little strange, right? And, the, and also, Groot finally. Uh, 
was cool. That was yeah. yeah, that was cool when he like broke his branch off to make the fucking axe. That yeah. was a cool moment. It's fucking rad. That whole part where they where they're making the axe was so cool to me. Like oh, where he has to fucking hold open the thing. He's like yeah, by a star. fucking Tyrion is, was there. That was cool too. Yeah. I like that. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit later or earlier, but I was thinking like. I would love for the next movie to open up and it's like five years later and the whole world's just like desolated, like Mad Max style. And it's like mm-hmm. Thanos is like ruling over the planet earth and they have to like team up to take him down and then like, uh, travel back in time with the time stone. Cause it, I mean, it, that'd be a little kind of a ripoff of days of future past, but I think that'd be a really cool, I just want to see that could be like the closest they could get to doing, um, old, the old man Logan storyline where it's yeah. like the apocalyptic wasteland. Cause Logan's a brilliant movie and probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made, but it didn't, other than having an old Logan, it didn't really take the plot from that story at all. Right. It subtly did with like the whole, like cars driving themselves thing. I was like, it was definitely in the future, but it wasn't like desolate, you know? Yeah. Um, like I said, I was like Ant-Man and Hawkeye weren't in this. I have a feeling they're going to have to help them somehow in the next movie. They didn't disappear too. Uh, kind of a bummer. Nick Fury disappeared. Like, oh, like he's gonna. Have to yeah, I said that when we left. I was like, I kind of, I wouldn't have made it so that he disappeared, left behind style, because it's like it would be a great bookend. Because the original Avengers, he's the one that gets them all together. So you, you would want to see in the, in the, you know, the one where everyone's gonna die. Obviously, him yeah. have to like lead them. I don't know. Right. I, I think I was reading that the next Avengers is gonna take place right after this one. I mean, it kind of has to, but yeah. I feel like it'll be like a couple of months after we're like, like you said, enter the scene as late as possible. It's like, you don't want him to be like, whoa, that just happened. You know what I mean? Like, how is this going to affect our lives? You want to cut to how it's already affecting it's like, their like, lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Captain Marvel, if I'm being honest. Well, you, when you t- as soon as you told me it takes place in the 90s, it's like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. I know nothing about her. I, I'm not one of those yeah, people that were like, when you, like, She's as soon a, I, as we got up, someone was like, that's Nova, Captain Marvel, or whatever. Right. And I was like, well, I don't know any of that, so I don't she, care. I think she <laughs> is the equivalent to, like, the Superman. Ah, is she, like, really, really powerful? She flies super strong, but, like I was telling you guys earlier, she has, like, that cosmic sense thing. So she can, like, sense when something's, like, super wrong with the universe. Gotcha. And but then she also had a pager. That yeah. <laughs> no, like, apparently, like her character is supposed to be like from the '90s or something like that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's supposed to happen. Yeah, the movie's gonna story. take place during the '90s, so we're yeah. gonna see young Nick Fury with an eye. Uh-huh. Oh, that's gonna be cool. Yeah. And then there's gonna who's be gonna some play him? Do they know like, yet? Time travel. Idris Elba. Wait, no, he's probably the same age as Samuel Jackson. I don't know. Well, Idris Elba played fucking Michael B. Jordan. I want to see more of him. Get um, he should just be a superhero. Like, I let's find something. Get Darius from uh, Atlanta. <laughs> that would be fucking lit. <laughs> That's a good segue. Atlanta season two, fantastic. Uh, yeah, Atlanta is my favorite TV show. <laughs> I think Atlanta airing. might be my favorite TV show of all time, it's, as far as like a series, like a dramatic comedy kind of thing. It's, it's just, like, it's like it's a genuine surprise. Every time you put it on, you have no idea where it's gonna go. Like you cannot predict. Every time you think like, oh, so something will happen, you're like, this is the inciting incident. This great, is what's gonna the show. This this whole episode is gonna be about, and it'll just completely change. Is like Mario and Guzman show up. All right. Do you want to watch the new Atlanta with us? Guzman, I've never seen it. Mario, I've only seen season one. Let's yeah. put this episode on that just came out. We haven't seen it yet. It's a fucking horror episode. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah it was time, so like, weird. And Matt, and I'm going, yeah. I'm like, I wonder what he's thinking right now. And Matt's like, he's like, he's like this is a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> that that episode yeah. ended so bleakly, too. Or just like... You didn't uh, even get the piano. That was a fucking yeah. crazy... Oh, yeah, that, that episode was wild. I was trying to explain it to Matt and Michelle because they we were like, wait, I thought it was about like a rapper. And I was like, it is, but like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like... It's like the show would be lame if it was just about them. He's like, I got the sick hook for you, dog. 
but you know, I can't afford my car insurance this month. Yeah, <laughs> again, you know subverting I mean? like, expectations. You think it's going to be about a, a guy's like struggle to make it to the top of the raft game, but it's it's like not even close to being. Well, about like, that. And Donald Glover did an interview where someone was like, "Well, why wouldn't you just be the main character?" He's like, "Because that's lame." <laughs> I think it was with Conan O'Brien. He's like. He's like, why don't you just make yourself the main character? You are a rapper in real life. He's like, he's like, no one wants to see that. <laughs> he's like, he's a like, people. America want to see us live. Like, yeah. I feel like uh, that kind of seems too self-serving too. Yeah, yeah it's true. very like self-masturbatory. It's yeah. like I'm the greatest rapper. I mean, like exactly. if Eminem had a movie yeah. called Eight Mile. Oh wait. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like if you have a genuinely interesting story. Not that I'm defending Eminem. I don't like him anyway. But I mean, like if you have a story that's interesting enough to tell, it doesn't really matter if you were there. True, but. It's it's one of those things where like I'm genuinely like as soon as an episode ends, even the one with the, where they go to Drake's house, and I was like, that's eh, whatever. I was like, I can't wait for next. Yeah, there's week. one there's one shit episode per season so far, but well, one out of like they ten take or whatever. The main character's like girlfriend who's not really his girlfriend, and they do follow her. And you're like, well, that's not why I watch the show. Like the the show is about like these people that are like starving artists trying to make it in Atlanta, and like it's like this weird Seinfeld like uh, married with children, like they have terrible luck. Yeah, and when they finally like when. Uh, uh, Earn finally gets some money. The guy's like, I know how to double that for you. And then he fucks him over. It's mm-hmm. like he all that money he just made, you know what I mean? Like he just profited, gone. And the episode where he keeps talking about he keeps getting finessed and all that, and nobody will let him spend a hundred dollars. Have you seen that one? Uh, yeah, no, it's like the episode when he gets the money back from like what happened in the first season, right? No, so there, there's that one, and then there's oh. another episode where he gets a paycheck from like a, a studio spot they did. Oh, okay. And then he's like, I'm tired of taking losses. So him, he's like, I'm going to ball out today. So he keeps trying to go and spend a hundred dollar bill. And people keep denying it. They're like, and then he'll see like a white person come up, and then they'll spend the hundred dollar bill. Like he's like, mm-hmm. why are they? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then okay. he decides to go to a strip club, and then they take advantage of him. And then like the hilarious conclusion of that episode is like Michael Vick's randomly in the parking lot, and he's like betting people like on ra- foot races. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, Michael Vick has beaten ten people already, and he's like, all right, I'll run. And then he's like, his girlfriend's like, why would you do that? And he's like, look, he's tired. He just ran 10 races and then it just cuts to him in the car. He's like, she's like, it's Michael Vick. <laughs> like he clearly <laughs> lost. It's just the, there's like, it goes from that, that kind of an episode to like, I'm going to go get a piano. And the guy who owns the house is like a, a serial killer who like bleached his skin and, and you know, eats ostrich yeah, eggs. Dude, that, that episode is so wild. And like we quoted at work all the time. He's like, flames. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So, I also didn't realize that that was Donald Glover until you pointed it out. I was like, oh, yeah, we were fuck. like maybe 20 minutes in. I was like, that is that? And I looked it up and it was Donald Glover. I was like, holy uh-huh. shit. So, pack a new bowl. Much love, dude. I got you. Um, yeah, that show's great. Like, I honestly don't care about any other shows right now. I probably AP Bio. Be. AP Bio is really good, but at the same time, that it's AP Bio like, kit really kicked it up those last three episodes we watched. Like, Cause it was always funny, but like I don't know, those last three ones we watched were fucking hilarious. Or it, it was a, it's good writing too. The, the volcano last thing he finally gets to what the volcano thing just killed me. Like I couldn't stop laughing at that. Like every time yeah, they pull out of their volcano, volcano. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like he finally said he does what he sets out to do. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, like, while, while we're recommending things, can I also just say I love Agretzko on net- Netflix? It's I like watched my, an episode with you last night, and I was like, I get it. It's like my new favorite show. It's like this weird, this like it's like made by the people who made Hello Kitty, but it's for grownups, and it's like this office worker hates her life. So she sings like death metal karaoke at night. And it's, it's fucking, I don't Wait, know. It's, it's like eight mile rap battles. Yeah. The, well, that was just that episode. It was okay. so, but it's just, I don't know when her song, like, they're like 15 minutes a piece, right? Yeah. When her song lyrics are literally just, you're a shitty boss <laughs> like <laughs> over and over again. I was, Oh man. I don't know if you were ever going to watch a 15 minute Netflix anime based on a hello kitty character. That's there you go. That's the one you should watch. <laughs> bless you dog. Uh, bless you, bless sir. You. <laughs> 
You know, you know, what's, you know what's been bugging me, Rob? This is a good segue. Uh, that fucking asshole outside the liquor store the other night. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and Rob were driving over here, and it takes a little bit, and we were complaining about just, like, shit our dad said. And I remember I, like, I riled myself up at talking about, like, what had gone on that day. And then I get out the... We parked the car at the liquor store, and there's a lady sitting there, and she's, like, smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, she's clearly homeless. Please don't ask me for money. And sit in my car for like 30 seconds. You can confirm that, Rob. And I was like, I, she's waiting for me to get out of the car. So I get out of the car and uh, immediately she's like, do you got any spare change? And I was like, no, nah, I really don't. Just like super. And the fucked up thing was like, I never get out of the car. And I was like, I'm going to get out of the car. I, w- I want to see this play out. Because we both just, it was like, <laughs> I don't know. And then, yeah, you're like, oh, no. You were like, I can't remember. You said something. You're like, no, sorry. Can't help you. And then. The next part happened. I was rude. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. All right, Mario. I was I was understandably rude. We were in a bad mood. I, I felt like, lately. I feel like I've been taking losses left and right, and you know I'm just not happy. Okay. And I get out of my car, and then immediately, you know, you ever <laughs> you ever fucking call something so hard that it makes you even matter that you called it. You're like, yeah. I you fucking knew it. Knew it. Uh-huh. Like, yep. like we like yep. I said, we pull up, and I was like, like I knew this was gonna happen, and I'm still mad. Like, yeah, like you should be less mad, really, but you're not. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like this. I was like, this person is just waiting for me to get out of my car. So to be clear, it's me. not that I hate homeless people. It's just, it's I the, hate their tactics. It puts right? you in this awkward <laughs> position where you're like, I'm sorry, I'm broke too. I don't have any money. And I don't like telling people no. Like, I feel embarrassed every same. time someone's like, you have any money? It's like, no, I'm well, sorry. Like, at the same time, I'm blessed enough to have a, a nice car. Like, I have a nice car. I, I'm a, like, I, I would say that I earned it and because I worked for a while and saved up a little bit. And I didn't earn mine. <laughs> Well, in a way you did. You, well, you get in a car accident, free car. That's pretty great. I, I <laughs> would do it again, dude. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I saved up for a while. I earned it, and I picked up more hours and had to, like, it was like a whole, me getting my car was like a whole thing when my parents were like, do you think that you could make a $250 a month payment? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really irresponsible. It's like, do you <laughs> like, think I can do that? And my mom was like, no. And dad was like, I think he can. And then I, and I did. I haven't missed a payment or anything like that. So it's like, I have a, a nicer car than anyone my age does, I would think. And so people all the time in San Bernardino are like, do you have any money? Do you have any money? And I'm like, no, this is where the money went, like every month. <laughs> like, it's gone. Between that and a phone bill and insurance and shit. So, like, a lot, all the time, and I, me and Robert, we live in San Bernardino, so it's like, it's flooded with the homeless. So you kind of get to, after a while, kn- knowing their tactics and all that, because they have tactics. Like, they do this weird thing where they'll hover around your car when you haven't even gotten out of it yet, and what they're doing is they're kind of just like, I'm going to look busy until you get out, and then I'm going to ask you for money. And you can see it coming from a mile away. So we pull up, and I was like, this bitch. <laughs> and uh, I was like, she's just waiting. for." Me. And then the worst part is when they, like, ignore two people that, like, that are walking by them. So then they're like, I'm tracking you right now. I'm looking for you. And I saw, it, like, this old couple, like, start walking out the liquor store as I'm getting out of my car. Completely ignores them, even though they probably have retirement money or whatever. Uh, and then just darts towards me. She's like, do you have any money? And I was like, no, I really don't. Like, just, like blatant didn't curse at her didn't call her any names and then she's like all right god bless and then she asked robert i was like no i don't and then the dude to the left of me i didn't hear it robert's the one that told me uh what did he say rob i just heard him say that's one rude motherfucker and i stopped and turned and like stared like right into his eyes and i was like is he talking about willie or like the guy inside and then he just like stared me down and sat in his car and i was like all right and, like well and then i i go in there he's an I... old man with a santa claus beard so i'm not trying to square up with that but just <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a Vietnam vet, dude. You don't want to end up on his naughty list. Uh, and then Robert goes, I think that guy called you a rude motherfucker. And I was so angry at this point. This is just that all that went down that I like leaned out the door and I was like, what? 
And then he like got out of his car and then got back in his car. And I was like, that's right, Santa, get back in your fucking car. <laughs> the guy so in the store too was like, what's wrong? And it's like, we don't know yet. Oh yeah. And the guy that works there is like something wrong. I was like, I don't know. Oh, that guy's fucking hilarious. Well, the funny thing is, uh, people be like, "Oh, what do you drink?" He's like, "No, nah, I don't drink." And I was like, "I was like, why don't you drink?" He's like, "I'm not old enough." Yeah, <laughs> he's like 19 or something like that. <coughs> but uh, I don't know. He's cool. So I, I'm just bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter, I guess. And then I, I keep getting yelled at at work recently, not by my people at work, but by shitty customers, and it's annoying. So that's life. And that's all. <clears throat> what did you say? You said thanks for listening. Oh. You got, you got any more? Uh, oh, how was Arizona? We never talked about that. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> Here's the Wait, thing. Every that. other state can suck my dick because California's the best. <laughs> <laughs> can, I clip, can I clip that? Sure. I mean, it's just... I kind of want to start doing that where we... Uh, if like something's funny is said, I'll clip it and throw it on Instagram so people will listen. He's <laughs> like, listen here, everybody... Every other state can suck my dick. <laughs> I just... I never really, like, thought about it until he went on that trip to Austin where I was just like, other states suck. Like, you just pull through and, like, talk to people and everybody's miserable and it's like, nobody's chill. And you come well, back to California, say, it's I a huge like difference. I had the best Arizona experience possible because you were with other people that also weren't from Arizona. So yeah, well, exactly. to be fair, Arizona has stolen, uh-huh. yeah, Arizona has stolen I, I three of my best friends from me. So that's like, how many of like, you're, you're like, uh, I almost said bunk mates, but like, you're like roommates and shit like that. were from Arizona. Like none of them. I don't think a single one of them were actually, no, Couple of them were, but not like that area, like the northern part of Arizona. Because like I had some friends who were, um, they were Native American, so they were like from like the northern part of Arizona. But everyone else that I knew from there was like pretty much from California, or like the East Coast. We went over to like it the uh, Tucson U- University of Arizona Tucson campus. It was like a cool, it's kind of like a State Street area down there, like a lot like mm-hmm. hipster shops and yeah. food and stuff like that. And uh, oh, I ate at a place called EG's that I kept seeing signs for, which I guess is like only in Tucson. I might I might be wrong on that. I don't know if we have EG's. Arizona. What's that? It's uh, it was like sandwiches and hot dogs and shit, and it was nasty inside. Well, they, but they also had Del Taco fries. We got some of those, and those were dank. But I probably wouldn't actually eat there other than just to get the uh, they had like these, like <laughs> I don't know how to explain. <laughs> what was funny about that? I I'm just never. You're not a, okay. Robert's not a handshake or a high five person, so the fact that he went with that just blew my mind, like in a good way. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. Trying to branch out. Trying to look people in the Stand eye more. Your- and, and <laughs> <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Yeah. He, what, Rob? Yeah. He did this. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't understand. Have you ever done that to Rob? Yeah. No. I think, no, maybe not. I you all the time. Like, all right, brother. Later. Like, I I've done that. Yeah, that's not. But a, in my I, mind, I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's evolving because he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't look people in the eye before, so the fact that you're now well, like slapping some five, give me okay. some job, you know. Yeah, I was at a I was at a function recently. Oh, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is. Going. I don't know how else to explain it. But in to call my it a fucking function. brain, dude, I was like, I can I I was like, can I bring up? Okay, as you were doing it, you know how when you fall, everything happens in slow motion. When you were falling in person right now, high fiving him, I was like, oh, he's this is his like he's getting better. I, but I, that's not the first time I've ever done that. I swear to God. I didn't even he's, think about he's it. He's evolving. Uh, Maybe yeah, he has. I don't know. It was so smooth, though. It wasn't a bad high five. It was so good. 
was just it was so good. I don't know how to I don't know what to say to that, but thanks. Like okay, so I've seen a I've seen a lot of failed handshakes and high fives. That was fucking you killed it. <laughs> you know, to be fair, it takes two to to pull that off. So I mean, I gotta give Goose some credit, but I've also been to parties with Goose where Goose is like, "What's up, brother?" You know what I mean? Like I've never seen you do it so. Okay, so the reason why that's funny to me is because of this story and also okay. something that just is brought up a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, so I was at a thing and pe- and my friend's aunt was like, hey, you don't look people in the eye. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and uh, <laughs> she was really drunk, though. So she kept pushing it. She's like, look me in the eye. And I was like, well, I, here's the thing about that. I don't do that naturally. I definitely can't do it now that you've called me out on it. I can't like... It's like if it's like if you ever nailed an impression of somebody and then someone's like, dude, do that again, and you're like, well, now I can't because I'm now yeah, I'm nervous. it has to be in the moment. Exactly. So it's like, I don't. It just went on for like it was like a solid hour and a half of just pure bullying of just like, well, look me in the eye. I was like, I can't do it. Like I just have really bad social anxiety. So I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying I just to like. Remember, we were in a car ride to here on the way home from here, and you're like, man. That's why I never really laughed at that meme because I was just like, not that I would watch those videos, but I mean, it's just like, I understand that there's probably people that need those. Uh, I don't know. So I I remember we were on the way home somewhere and you're like, you're like, I felt like attacked. I was was like, you can't make fun of someone for having a mental illness. Like anxiety is a mental illness. Like, (laughs) well, like every time shit like that happens or the handshake happens, I just am reminded of when we went, was it Corky's? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) the lady was like, "What can I get for you guys to drink?" And then Jacob's like, "Let me get a like a water." And then Drew's like, "I'll get an iced tea." And I was like, "I'll get a coke." And then Robert's like, "I'll get a coke." And she's like, "What?" He's like, "I just remember I was like a coke." And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." What? I'm like a coke, like like a coke, like Coca Cola. What what happened was he said it three times, and she's still getting. I was like, he said he'll get a coke, and then she fucking wrote it down. (laughs) I had to step in. I wish I was there to see that. Well, the, okay, the reason why that was even funnier, too, because it happened two days before when we were somewhere else, and the same exact situation yeah. happened. Wait, didn't that happen when we went to Chili's? Yes, that's where it started. And then two days later, Drew came out, and then we yeah. went to Corky's that night. So, yeah, that happened a lot. And I was like, do people just not hear you? And I'm like, no, you need to make eye contact because it's kind of how you focus. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Rob. So anyway, flying on planes. Listen with your ears, not your fucking eyeballs. That's what I got to say. <laughs> well, and then so my friend at work, uh, <laughs> he's getting better. Like So that was clearly progress that we saw there. My friend at work, Furman, was like, he met Rob for the first time, and Robert fucking shook his hand and all that. And then after he left, uh, Furman pulls him aside, and it was all quiet and like dead. He's like, what's up with your brother, dude? I was like, what? And he's like, does he not like me? <laughs> he was, he's like, does he not like me? I was like, no, why wouldn't he like you? Like, you guys talked. And he's like, never looked me in the eye. <laughs> and I was like, he's like racist or something? Or, and I was like, what? No. <laughs> it just seems like such an old man thing to be like, look me in the eye, boy. It's like, uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm not the only one with this affliction, dude. I don't know. Uh, but so yeah, it's been, it's been like an ongoing thing. And I feel like it's when you're, you know, when you're six foot six, everyone's always paying attention to what you're doing. Cause you're just a fucking huge goofy fuck. And so everyone sees every <laughs> mistake that you make. So if you look in the eye, you're just gonna 
So you just try not to yeah, like. Are you trying to scare them? You try to just on? blend into the background, but you can't. So it's like I don't know. I don't like I don't like attention on me. It's weird. You know what's funny? Uh, as a kid though, growing up, I always just remember these awkward moments, and it's not you being awkward. It's other people being awkward to you. Like we're at Target or we're at Kohl's, and someone's like, "Hey there, tall fella, can you get this oh, off yeah. the shelf for me?" And, and then Robert always does this thing where he shakes his head and looks away. He's like, "I guess." And yeah. then uh, some people are like, "Can you grab that off the top shelf?" I'm always like, "Not for free." <laughs> <laughs> or like, "How's the weather up there?" It's like. Yeah, you get if you're tall, you oh, just get foot used to and a half that. taller than you. It's not gonna be any different. Like, yeah. it's uh, crazy. It's windy these days. I wouldn't trade it though. <laughs> For the record, no, I I would. I would definitely be tall if I could. It's it pretty great, honestly. The only real problem is that like you can't really. It's hard to get on like Space Mountain at Disneyland because like, your legs you have to like fold them in. Awkwardly. You want to know how tall you are? Go to a concert. Yeah, that's like, a that was a fucking eye opener when we were in San people, Diego. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm fucking short. People like, always ask me to move. It's like, and it's just like, ah, motherfucker, like that's not my fault. I was born this way. Like, I was maybe Lady ten, Gaga ten feet away from the stage and I couldn't see over people. I was like, oh, I'm short. Like that was like I've been. 25, 26 years old, or 25 at that point, but it's the one time 26 like, years old now, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking short. I thought I was average. Like, it's the one time where like random chicks just flocked to me because they're like, oh, can I stand in front of you? Because like you're so tall. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's a good thing because like if you ever get separated at like a bigger venue, we yeah, it's see, also, we just see you. I, I just hear, I mean, that's all, ever since I was like 12, my dad would always be like, it's easy to find you guys. I just look for Rob. It's like, all right, well, yeah, well. <laughs> thanks, dad. <laughs> You just peer over well, shells and you're like, have, oh, like, they're over there. We got them. I won't name them just out of, like, I don't want to have, but, like, there's these two kids that went to our, our Christian school that their parents gave them gave them frosted tips and, like, would spike their hair really high and all that. And I remember someone was like, why do you guys have the same haircut? Like, you're fucking four years apart. And they're like, well, because our parents don't want to, like, if we go to, like, a fair or something, <laughs> they can spot us in case, like, we get lost. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you go to... <laughs> Your parents bleach your hair so they can't lose you? Like You go to fairs? That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I got nothing. I'll tell you. Well, thanks for listening. I'm, I'm, I thought I was 5'8", dude. I really did. Are you 5'7"? I, I went for this surgery, with the, which turned out to be cancer, and it was the whole... What, I didn't have cancer. The whole process was cancer. Gotcha. Uh, thanks for the clarification. Cancer's gone. I'm, I'm good. Good. Um... And they're like, all right, we're going to take your measurements and all that. And I was like, I'm a D cup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good no. joke. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the lady's like, all right, we're going to uh, like measure you. And I was like, Three it's inches? like six inches on a good day no Jesus that's another bad joke Christ. she's like take off your shoes and i was like oh no <laughs> and then they measured me and i'm like five six with my shoes off and i was like oh god so well that was embarrassing and then there's also like I, I mean everyone in here is not fat besides me and rob's and like we're working on it we've been killing it at the gym and all that but i, I gained a few pounds my least favorite thing is when you go to the Same. doctor so i had to go to like 18 different appointments and they weigh you every time they do your blood pressure every time because obviously they want like a, a baseline to see where you're at and i would be wearing like basketball shorts one time and then be wearing like pants and like my oh work i figured shit. that out early on yeah i would be wearing <laughs> my pants and like work stuff sometimes too and they're like you've gained three pa-. i'm like no i'm just wearing heavy clothes now. you wear like, really light clothes with flip-flops and then you empty your pockets out and then well, yeah, and there's one time i had like my <laughs> phone my wallet my my keys with the lanyard on it and the guy's like he's like gerald Garner, you've gained nine pounds i was like ah it's like, it's like, turn away, I'm going to I'm gonna strip down real quick. Well, I remember uh, I got roasted. I haven't said this to anybody, but I, I was talking to the guy who was doing the sonogram, and I was like, hey, when they take this thing out, I pro- might lose a couple pounds. He's, he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, that's not going to help, buddy. You're gonna have to, he's like, he goes, hard work and dieting will help you out. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like when I went to the dentist, and um, 
the I went to my actual dentist and he's like, "Man, you have really strong teeth. Like, why are they so strong?" And I was like, "I don't know. You tell me." And I repeated that to the uh, the student dentist that was doing the actual root canal. I was like. He, I said, I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, your teeth are so strong. Why are they so strong? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, and he goes, he goes, okay, here's how. Uh, you, you don't have sweets. Don't drink sodas. And I was like, what? No, it's, it was a joke, dude. I'm not trying to get a lecture. Like, he was just like, yeah. your teeth are fucked up because you eat sugar all day. It's like, oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the best thing ever, when I was at the dentist, this one lady's like, I think you might have a cavity. And the, the dentist guy comes in, and he's like, no, it's just a stain. He's like, use your eyes. And I was like, ah, dumb bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to make me pay money. I don't think so. I just remember the one, uh, the nurse that was like helping the, or not nurse, I guess that would be a dental assistant that was helping the student dentist had like this British accent. She sounded exactly like Tracer from Overwatch. She's like, hello, hello love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Teeth, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Always go out on a strong joke. Woo. Uh, anyone? Anyone have anything you would want to add? Um, Infinity War was great. Second time viewing, uh, was better it, or worse? Wasn't as exciting as the first time, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, fell asleep. I liked it a lot. Oh, I thought it was great. Part of me kind of <laughs> wants to go and see it again. Same here, honestly. But at the same time, I'm like, we oh, we need to see Super Troopers too. I gotta support that. Like, uh, oh yeah, I no. forgot. I forgot they came out. Yeah. Also worth noting was that popcorn we got for some oh reason was like, was like the best popcorn I've had in a while. Was it really? Yeah, I don't know why it was so fucking good, but I, I was it was so good like, that <laughs> you could have. I mean, I'm sure we would have given some. <laughs> okay, but we fucking do. We down that shit in like five minutes. It was gone. Here's how you know you're a fat piece of shit, Guzman. Uh, <laughs> just so you know, because you're a fit military man who can't do no wrong. Um, you know you're fat. It's like a Jeff Fogg. You, you know how you're a redneck when uh, you know you're a fat fuck. You might be a when fat piece you shit. bring back popcorn in a large drink, and <laughs> you start eating the popcorn like this is fucking dank. And then your brother takes the popcorn, and you're like, a minute later, like, All right, don't kill that man. I'm trying to give him some more of that popcorn. No, I mean, and then I, would I strategically at towards the end moved the Coke cup like as far away from me as possible. I was like, there's a little bit left, but I know I'm gonna want some in a couple minutes. And then you like reached over. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a fat thing. And also, I've done worse. The, the, we eventually, will, I, I can't do it while we're still fat. We should, once we lose weight, we should do a podcast about like the fattest thing we've ever done. Because yeah, I've got I a might do some fat videos. stuff still. Who knows? What? I might still do some fat stuff. I definitely, one time I went to Wendy's and I got a, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Asiago Ranch chicken sandwich, spicy, and it was so fucking good that I drove I to another you need to Wendy's. Do spicy. It was like, I got the Asiago Chicken Ranch spicy. <laughs> Because you get you have, to, you have a choice between home style, spicy, or grilled, and spicy is always the correct answer. So, but it was so good, I wanted another one. But I didn't want to like I didn't want them to be like, didn't you just come through with the same order? So I drove oh, to the other no. Wendy's and ordered there, and it was just as good. Yikes! Oh man! Thanks for listening. <laughs> so you're telling me you went to one Wendy's, wanted another one, and then drove to another one? Well, I didn't want them to judge me. You could just be like, oh, my brother hit me up. I'm bringing him one home. Nah, they'd be like, this lying fat piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done something like that. I feel like... That's not even the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> that was just the funniest thing. <laughs> Give me an unfunny one. It gets one. dark. Like. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, just just stupid fat people things. I don't know. I Stealing food. Stealing food? 
Well, like uh, something that's dumb is like we'll get Wabba Grill and then I'll open Joel's bowl. I'm like, I'm just gonna take a little off the top and then. Oh yeah, well duh. I mean, you reach when you're on the drive home, you eat fries out of one box and then when you deliver oh, the food, sure. you grab you a just, different you, box. You fluff pack it. You're like, here you go. Yeah. I'll say that. Well, there was one time we got a Wabba Bowl from the 40th Street one and the. I just ate around the edges of Joel's, and then Dad looked at me. He's like, really skipping on the portions these days. I was like, yeah, fucking cheap bastards, right? <laughs> so, but, I don't know. I'm, uh, I've, okay, so, officially lost all the weight from um, San Diego, which I was Same. down six pounds. Let me go to San Diego. I gained five back from just alcohol and tacos I, and I, pizza. I still have that yeah. weight, if I'm being honest. It was God tier, honestly. I regret nothing. Yeah, uh, it was a great weekend. Oh, yeah, selling like it was a great weekend. I love whiskey, is what I learned <laughs> that weekend. It's whiskey. fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Whiskey, bourbon, it's all great. Yeah. yeah. Bullet bourbons, a fan. I like, the thing is, I like cheap whiskey, which is weird because uh, for like mixing and like uh, I'll drink, I'll sip on like really good shit too, but. There's nothing quite like that mix of good whiskey and Coke where it has, it's like this caramel flavor. Yeah. It's like really good. Well, and it has this killer aftertaste where you're like, I like that more than the actual initial flavor. Yeah. So, I, uh. They used to say? make, there was this company called Jeremiah Weed and they made, um. The pre, they like pre. Uh, it was Jack and Coke, like pre mixed in a, in a can. You still got those, right? I, I don't, I never see those around anymore. If you could carry those at Olive Avenue, I would totally drink those. The problem is it has hard liquor in it, and I don't think we can sell that because of the school across the street. Oh, oh yeah. Fucking get school. Fucking yelled at all the time because they're like, well, we want to drink mimosas here. I was like, yeah, same. But we can't. <laughs> like, we want to like, give them to you. I like, <laughs> like uh, that was, that's the coolest thing I've ever done was I got fucking really drunk at the concert, woke up, and then. We were getting breakfast at this brunch place, and I was like, "I'm immediately gonna start drinking." So <laughs> that's how you stave off. A and I over. got, I we all got like alcoholic drinks, and I had like four, I had three mimosas. I didn't. I actually was pretty and they low were tall key glasses too. And that they, you got to choose between cranberry juice, orange juice, and uh, cra- uh, grape juice. Should have gone with the grape juice. I think it was grapefruit actually, juice. wasn't it? Grape because that's why I was like, "Oh, gross." What wasn't it? Grapefruit juice. No, they had that too, but like grape juice with the uh, champagne kind of sounds. We went to a really me. good brunch restaurant in Arizona that last day I was there, and they had uh they had like a mimosa bar, like it was all different kinds of mimosas, and I got I don't even remember what the fuck was in it, but it was cranberry juice and something else, and it was really good. And I had uh what did I get? French toast, I think. That's what I usually go for when you get like a fancy breakfast is French toast. It's the I I'm like the uh, best option because of the Knott's Berry thing you guys did. I'm like in love with like the boysenberry jam. I've shit. never had that. Really? Oh, boysenberry is the fucking best, it, dude. It's a mix of uh, blackberries and raspberries. Knott's Berry oh, Farm brand boysenberry syrup is the best fucking... It, if you put it on French toast and pancakes, it's so goddamn good. And then, pro tip, put it on vanilla ice cream. It tastes fucking incredible. Just fat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just do your, do your homework, guys. <laughs> but what we need to do is go to the Punch Bowl, because I still haven't gone there. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And, uh, oh, yeah. The Punch Bowl. Rancho, right? How do you do that? Yeah. yeah. I, I want like a like a fancy like the egg white whiskey sour because I haven't had oh, one like that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty. I think they do that there. Yeah, you can get one of those at the state. Yeah, you can get this. Yeah. The state. state is fucking dank, honestly. They have yeah, a state is. in uh, yeah, the great. Oh. And there, there is one, yeah, in Rancho. In uh, VG. Let's get fucked up. Sponsored by the state. Today's episode brought to you by the state. I wish we had ads. That'd be kind of fun. You guys want to fucking pay us or what? Yeah. <laughs> pay up. Yeah, so we got this new toothbrush in, Rob. Have you been using it? Oh, yeah, totally. It well, makes my eye contact good. that much better. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Uh, well, should, I, should I call this episode eye contact? Or? Well, I feel like you should probably advertise that we talk about the Avengers. Eye contact, Avengers spoilers. Spider-Man made me cry. Don't make eye contact during the Avengers. Yeah. yeah there you go. Eye contact is my superpower. I don't want to... <laughs> 
And he's like, I don't want to go. I was like, oh, don't, don't say that. But yeah, that, uh, that got to me. Oh, before we go, fuck that little kid that was behind us. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't, like, again, I didn't pay $8 to hear some little kid narrate what's going on. Like, also, no, he didn't narrate what was going on. He was just saying what he thought things looked like. Also, like, for instance, the green infinity stone goes in the thing and goes, looks like a Jolly Rancher. Like, as loud as... The hell? As loud as he can. <laughs> Holy shit, you little kid. Great idea. Uh, thank you for sharing that with me. Like, also, like, when the previews were going, he was switching seats and going... Like back and forth reclining, it was making the loudest noise. I was like, "What are you doing?" I thought that was Robert doing that, and no, I was like, "If was I tell him, he's just gonna keep doing it." So I'm just not gonna say. Well, anything. and then there was that guy that sat next to Bryce that just le- left halfway through the that, movie. Okay, that guy, he was recording the whole movie. That's fucking. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like, "This one's uh, okay, for the internet, I feel brother." Like he was just movie hopping, and he <laughs> caught the last half of it. He's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get the first half." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because he literally had his phone in his lap, and it was set in the way where it was like he was recording, and he would check it like every few minutes because his light was like right next to my face. I noticed like, they didn't have the doing? little attendants to come in and check on you every ten minutes like they do at Arkans. Which again, much like when you see a cop behind you, like what do I do? It's and it. also, I have a feeling sometimes it's like, uh, like if one of you guys has a ticket in your phone, like how do they check that? Good question. What, oh, the... but, oh, it's like when we went to San Diego, we went and saw Ready Player One. Then we're like, oh, here's the like, we ultra nice theater. And we just all walked in there and no did, one yeah. said anything. We're like, oh. I still need to Yeah, we did. Too. I really, I really enjoyed it, dude. Yeah, it's, I really uh, watch that. Yeah. People are, I mean, I feel like got a lot of hate, but. Yeah. I I hope that, well, there's never going to be a sequel to that, but I hope yeah. it gets money back so that like more projects like that can be made. Especially because the Gundam wing part was really, really cool. So yeah. it was actually really good? Yeah, I liked yeah? it a lot. Okay. Much like the Avengers movie, it's like it's it did what it wanted to, and it's okay. sat, it did really yeah. well. Yeah. Well, what else are it's we like looking really forward to it, in the future? Part of me was kind of scared that like the movie was just going to be like a cameo fest. But I mean, you know, it, it was, but it, it was at the end. It was, but in the best way. Remember in Wreck It Ralph, where there would be like the, it, when it started, it was like all these it was references like casual, to other, like, yeah. 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 And then once the story kicks in, it kind of does its own thing. Although okay. in this, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It, it, it's well, not. It's not annoying. There's a part where it goes into The Shining, and I was like, this is a good movie. Like, yeah, that was cool. Like they're like, they just made me wish we were watching The Shining in 70mm, though, because we saw it in 70mm. Yeah. That was a cool thing. We had all just watched it recently in October, so it was like, we all like knew what I was I feel going like on. it's always a win when we get to John to watch a horror movie. Because, <laughs> like, we made John watch The Shining, and, like, that's still oh, scary man. by what, a lot of people's is, accounts. Is The Shining considered a horror movie? It was kind of more suspenseful, yeah. in my opinion. It's a psychological horror movie, yeah. You know, I, uh, speaking of Stephen King, dude, I can't wait for the fucking director's cut of it to come out. Like it's supposed to be like in I think in August. I fucking love that movie, dude. Same. That was my favorite. That's a movie we need with the lights down low. Force John in. Give, I know. I, I was gonna say let, let's uh, let's going. make John watch that because that could be funny. Oh, he still hasn't seen it. I thought we watch it with him here. There's huh. no way Nick will watch it though. Like he made that very clear. That's funny. To me. It's like I dude, I remember when that movie came out and people were like, I'm not gonna see that. It's like the fucking clown. You're not gonna see the clown movie. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're not going to look at him in the eyes, guys? Come I just on. remember everybody at my work was like, oh, I can't believe you saw that. It looks so scary. It's like, well, it's a fucking, it's just a movie. What do you, like, it can't hurt you. I, I don't understand people that are afraid to watch movies. Like, that's so weird to me. It's like, what was the, there's a slogan for something recently. It was like, face your fears or something like that. And it was a uh, no, th- no fear clothing brand. Oh, no, it was in the Infinity Wars. It was like, you have to sacrifice something and face your fears. And I was like, Robert would kill me and then have to fucking fly on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> And stare the captain in the eye the whole time. He's like, "You're, you're not going to take us down, are you? Like, <laughs> you're going to land safely, aren't you?" It's a win a staring contest. Like, I, don't, I don't know. We're running out of gas. <laughs> anyway, we can end that there. Uh, support us on Patreon, Best Bros 
or patreon.com slash best bros. And then thanks to David and Haley again. They're like our two best supporters. The real so. MVPs. Yeah. They help uh, lower the bill each month for having these all up on the internet. I always say if I die, it's like just someone please keep paying the bills. You'll, you'll have me forever. Well, that's, uh, that's bleak, but whatever. We'll, we'll make that decision when it comes time. Call it Chase. Like, hey, we really got to stop this payment. Yeah, it's uh, it's just not worth. <laughs> just uh, I'll live forever through my works, through my words. And, thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good one.